What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy, Big Bar from the Deuce. I'm in the building with my boy, DT. What up, what up, people? Man, this is Culture Ground Zero Ground Podcast. Zero. Back at you one more again. One more time. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, hmm. you know, just, just in this news this week, you know, we, oh, we, we had, um, you know, a nice send-off, I guess, you know, for the president. You know, as we typically do, you know, when he's going to go somewhere traveling, he usually has a media core, you know, that follows. And, you know, he kind of trots up the stairs to to Air Force One and the president turns around and he salutes the soldiers who just served him. And Mm -hmm. then he's off to his flight. And Joe's done this a number of times as, you know, um, vice president, you know, and he's done this a number of times already as president. Mm -hmm. This time, I think there was a little stumble or bumble. Little, 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 little. <laughs> Fumbleamba. Fumbleaya. Fumbleruski. Yeah. So uh, he was going up the stairs. Fumbleina. <laughs> he stumbled not once, not twice, but three but thrice. times. Thrice. Three, three times. Hey, man, and you see the third time how he grabbed his knee? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joe, whole body turned. Hey, yeah, hey, the fake injury, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, I seen it in basketball a, a, a while. I don't know if it was fake, man. I think he hit that knee yeah, that, might, that yeah, third time, man. He probably hit all bone. He might have did it, but yeah, Joe, Joe still he vibrate, he vibrate. He, but yeah, for to, for his age, you know, he's in he's in good shape. I mean, that could have happened to anybody. anybody yeah. yeah, but it they was just it was, funny. They said though. it was the win. Yeah. They said it was the win, but you know, social media had a couple memes. Yeah, yeah, it. a couple a few memes, <laughs> man. You had uh, Donald Trump Jr. Said uh, he had a, a little meme of a uh, Trump golfing and then hitting uh, Biden, Biden in the back, back of the head. head. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of big on social media. And then uh, Snoop had one where they had the little uh, the little uh, escalator thing where he's sitting down. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I forget what they call, but it's they, like for you know for the elderly, they the got the little on yeah the little uh, oh, install the for the stairs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was funny. It was entertaining man. though, a little entertainment, man. Yeah, man, it was funny because like you know, in my mind, you know, you know, you know how I feel about Trump. So I ain't really going to get into that. I'm keeping my energy right. But the thing about it, though, is uh, I know, though, if he would have had his Twitter account, he he would have had us weak. Oh, and by the way, Trump is starting his own media platform and like his social media platform in like two to three months. But yeah, of course he's going he's gonna capitalize on this. And I mean, oh, yeah. you know, as a businessman, that would be smart the move. smart thing to do. The problem he's gonna have though is that to be able to get it on any phone, you know, you you know, from an app standpoint, oh, yeah. you're gonna have to be, you know, vibe. You're gonna have to um you, you know, be compliant with yeah, be compliant with everything. Kind of so yeah, as far see. as like the the way that Apple and and yeah, uh, Google. Google are now treating their platforms, but beyond that, I think that you know you soon will see some um, some laws enacted to really you know kind of uh, streamline the, the the social media. Yeah, platform. not necessarily streamline, but put some regulations and controls in place. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. And, and and when you talk about just like. You, and he could get sued too for putting all kind of shit. Of course, yeah. On his platform, so he, he got to be cognizant of that. But, but like you said though, Trump. I, I hate Trump. Bro, by the way, some of his <laughs> tweets were like, <laughs> yeah, some of stuff was man. funny, man. Hey, the Sleepy Joe stuff was yeah, funny yeah. to me, man. <laughs> if he wasn't president, he'd be pretty funny. If he didn't yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's him. how that's how he really won people over because he does have charisma, yeah. right? And like hate him or love him, he he was successful. You know, as a con man, and and the thing is, is like yeah, he was a good con. He was like he, even even I mean, 
in the hip hop culture, right? Like, how many songs is like Donald Trump referenced? Yeah, in? he like, was referenced in a lot because change. you was uh, able, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You was Donald able Trump to, change. you was able to recognize a little bit of yourself in him because he was a hustler. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's how that's how people saw him. And you know, for people have to realize, like, to be a great con man, you got to have you know the right of. Uh, you know, personality, and he has that personality to, to yeah, con true. people. And he knows who, who to con. Like, um, so he said that if he ever ran for political office, he'd run as a Republican because they're stupid. <laughs> and yeah. it's exactly, he, like, he flipped the whole script. Like, he was a Democrat forever, and then he got in this, uh, the uh, political, you know, spectrum, went Republican, got all these racist and connotations. And even, I mean... I mean, the, the Central Park Five is, 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 is something that, that, I mean, it was racist back then, the housing that he was doing. Oh, yeah. I mean, he then. was he was rich and he was born racist, you know, or, or born into a, 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 a family that may yeah, have so questions. Because, you know, there's, I don't know if all of it's true. I never researched it. But, you know, you've seen and heard things about his dad and his dad's ties to, to you know, some, yeah, to, to some different racist organizations. But, you know, again, like I said, I don't want to talk about old boy because, man, he, you know, I, I can get, for you know, that, man. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, the one the one thing I really want to talk about, though, is um, HR1. You know yeah, what I'm saying? On, on on the cast, we've been B-I-G. talking about since last year, you know, the whole voting rights, right? Like even leading up to the to the 2020 election. Yep. And then even after that with the Georgia runoffs, mm-hmm. you know, like the integrity of the election system has been a thing. But then beyond that, access to the election system has been a bigger thing for, you know, minority groups like us. Yeah, ger- ger- gerrymandering. But, you know, it, it, it's also, you know, not just that. It's also just the, you know, um, you know, poll taxes, you know, whether it's uh, the, the restrictive voter, you know, voter ID laws, um, the, you know, the the fighting against no cause absentee ballots. Well, and then um, when 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 felons. Yeah, fair, yeah, being, you know, yeah, you definitely know, being reintegrated into society, to society, yeah. Now they have to pay whatever retribution. Yeah, they now, have. a true poll tax. You yeah, know, that yeah, was, exactly. I think, That's in Florida, true, but, but yeah, I mean, but yeah, you know. They're trying uh, to introduce it in other states. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah, but Bron and them came through. Shout out to Bron and, and more than a vote because they, they uh, paid off a lot of people uh, in Florida. Florida, it, it allowed them to vote for the listen, first time. Listen to what we say. There's tactics. This isn't new. This is yeah. Jim Crow. This is the new, new Jim Crow. Right, right. And if you, you know what I'm saying? And the thing is, is like, you know, I, I you know, definitely you have to understand. And that's what I said before. It's like, you know, most people don't really want to wrap their brains around how big things like this really are. Like Sean King this week was breaking down Cointel Pro 2, right? Like he's talking about the attacks against uh, Tamika Mallory himself, um, even from, um, you know, Tamir Rice's mother. And he was, you know, breaking it down how, you know, she's, you know, being used by people to attack a lot of the mover, the movers in the, in the movement, you know, the people who, you know, whether you agree with everything Black Lives Matter says or does, but, you know, people that are loosely connected to it, like Sean King and, and Tamika Mallory and some of these other people, um, you know, the, the, you're seeing these coordinated attacks from corporations, from government, and from, you know, other people, people. being used by those entities. And so, it's for me, it's just like, man, you know, we know it's going to be a coordinated attack. Everybody don't want to think about that. But at least, you know, 
from our own individual personal responsibility level. Understand what's happening to you and make sure you're prepared for whatever is necessary to vote on voting day. Yeah, you got to vote, man. You, you may not get paid for it. You may not be able to do it on a day that you want to. You may not be able to do it close to your house. Right. You may have to wait in line for a long time. Man, bring you a sandwich. Yeah, bring it because Cause it's, they, it's illegal it in Georgia illegal, now. You know, or they're trying. They're trying. They're trying. To, but, that's what, but that's what HR1 is about, right? Yeah, so that's what, we, that's what we're really talking yeah. about. Because, I mean, just to, off the top of my head, if I remember some of the things right about HR1, it's like it, it will uh, allow for no excuse, no excuse uh, absentee, uh, absentee ballots. It's going to allow for, I think, automatic re-registration or eligibility for uh, people who've served their prison sentences and are now eligible to vote. 18 and you're yeah. automatically registered. 18 like automatically registered. A certain amount of days before um, as far as like. Yeah, uh, I think uh, 15 days 15 or something days, like that. Yeah. At least 15 days of early, early voting. voting. Right. Um, you can't restrict uh, the number of polling places that right. you can do. Uh, so a bunch of uh, a bunch of meaningful, uh, meaningful and necessary, necessary, right? It, I mean, it's so necessary that when you hear Mitch McConnell saying that if this passes, it could destroy the Republican Party. Think about that. Is that, <laughs> and then they're they're talking about fairness after they've rigged election after election for many moons. And now they're the ones that are crying about fairness. Yeah. So the laws, so you're going to build a law to stop the laws that we made to stop you from voting. Yeah. It's unfair. Yeah. So, so everyone should have the ability and the right to cast a ballot. And what the Republicans everyone. want is they don't want that to happen. They understand that minority groups do not like their policy. They're not even trying to, to, to make their policy Right, like, like light to make it work for anybody yeah. other than their base. They're not. They're they're minority. Yeah. They're 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 governing for the minority party, and the only way that they can continue to do that is to gerrymander and to make it impossible or illegal for as many people to vote. If you're on the right side of history and the right side of these laws, then you would wouldn't care who votes because okay, I got the right policy. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm doing, and people are gonna like it because I'm there uh, because this is going to make their lives better. That's yeah, I mean, but the, but their policies are, are are designed for a captivated audience. It's not. It's designed for people who, um, really, like I said, it's it's designed. And this is just my thing. The way I see it, it's designed around identity politics. It is. I was just yeah. There, there's nothing about it that really is like when you look at when you look at people that poll, and and they talk about policy, Democrat, Democratic policies. Outpoll Republican policy policies by a long shot. Just even at, though Republicans still vote against it. Yeah, look at the, the stimulus package. Not right. one single Man. Republican voted for it. And in about seventy percent, seventy five percent of the, the yeah. country, Republicans, Democrats, and Independents like it. I think re- the Republican number might have been around fifty five, sixty percent. You know, and I think the Democratic number might have been around ninety percent. Yeah, but, and the Independents might have been around seventy five percent. But but what you see is is that. The Republican Party, even the majority of the Republican Party, vocally will say that they agree with it. You know, the the only the only people who don't agree with it, and this is something that I've noticed in a, in America, man, is we got to get back to this place where 
you know, we focus on our individual selves. Like, I mean, like you, you should be good to the people around you. You should be good to people in general. But I think that you have to really focus on your individual self as far as growth and improvement and then any kind of energy you want to point as far as blaming people needing to do better, you should point at yourself. Because the thing is that what, what we've gotten to is that, you know, or not even that we've gotten to what we've been and what I'm starting to notice is that, you know, the real thing with the political piece as far as like, you know, a lot of Republicans not wanting to share, you know, um, the wealth is, is around the fact that they just can't stand to see somebody else doing good. You know what I mean? And so it's just like, they want to be the only ones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they don't want the wealth to be redistributed. Like, I think if they think like they worked harder, it's like, no, you worked in a certain area that can generate money, but everybody out here that's making sure that you eat every day, that's making sure that your garbage is taken yeah. out, that's making sure that your, mm-hmm. that your, uh, groceries is available nice yeah. and cold, all these things that takes to make a country move. Those people are working just as hard and they deserve just as good of a life. Like I get that if you do something that probably has a higher level of importance, you may should make a little bit more money. But I also understand that everybody does something that's important and they should at least have a livable wage where they can go on vacation and they can retire after they've put in their contribution. Yeah. Um, let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the Congress because Congress gets paid a hundred thousand, like $170,000 a year for right. what they do. Right. And to enact laws that, that are really affecting the people. Right. I don't think they should be paid as much. If you don't want to give them $15 minimum wage, that's fine. But, you should you have should the same federal minimum Whatever wage. Whatever the federal minimum wage is, is you should get. Yeah, you that's know what I'm what, saying. That's what I think. Yeah, you know. Well, I, I think that I think that yeah, you should tie compensation to then if performance. If, yeah, then if if you want to shut down the government, you don't get paid either. Yeah, I I don't I don't. And yeah, you don't get paid don't when get you paid. shut down the government. And all these vacations, they're always on vacation. They, I mean, they're, Man, they're always out of. Hey, here's my thing: is like, I I just think that. Seriously. I just think that if if what are we paying for? it should be performance based. So if if the if the median income is With below is below poverty, Congress don't get paid that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you tie it to performance, like any CEO or corporation, you know the board's gonna tie their compensation to uh to performance. Yeah, true. And tied to performance, but still giving that minimum wage. So you got California, whatever it's like fifteen dollars, and then you got Alabama that's seven twenty five, then the Alabama senator gets So you so you want them to work hourly? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think yeah. that's gonna ever pass, hey. but hey. <laughs> I say you know. No, because so so I know what you're saying but, though. But the tax so you you have all these people, Republicans, just looking bad. Or down on people because, you know, they're hourly employees and they're wage earners, low wage earners, and they're getting government assistance. Well, you're getting government assistance, too, because my tax money is paying you, too. So what but the thing about Congress is that the payment, you know, I, I don't think you the can South, enact laws. Yeah, I don't and think some the, of these people aren't even qualified. Look at people in Congress like Marjorie Taylor Greene. Should she truly be there? I mean, look, here's the thing. When you talk about salary, salary is, is really not that big of a factor for wealth of a congressman, especially a long tenured congressman. No, they get filthy rich on other. Exactly. So that's what I mean. The, the, Tying their salary to the minimum wage don't don't necessarily uh, work. Some of them. Once, just, you, once you're there a long time. It's just time. principle. Yeah, yeah. Once you're there a long time, like, I think Joe Manchin, which is on my shit list, I think they said he's worth upwards of, like, $10 million. 
Yeah, but I mean, you know, just think about somebody like AOC. Mm-hmm. She she's a freshman. You know, uh, Rashida was it Talib? All of these freshman congressmen or congresswomen, you know, they can you know in the social media age, you know, you can make a you can make a decent living for yourself just by being known as a congressman, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, money. I'm not really you know. I'm saying I think that. Don't for me, them, for me, it's just about symbolism. Yeah, don't yeah, pay yeah, don't pay them. You know, it's symbolism. If you want to be there to serve your country, do it for free. Yeah, I don't know about do it for free, but I'm just saying <laughs> if you, I just feel, I just feel like if the American people aren't satisfied with your performance, you know what I'm saying? Here you go. I got the, I got the <laughs> ultimate rule. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm here for solutions. Okay, let's see what you got. Every single American of voting age is automatically. Uh, registered. Registered. Uh-huh. Also with that, mm-hmm. there should be a uh, a, bowl, a poll that says whether or not you're satisfied with your local congressman that's assigned to you, you know, in, in a, uh, in the house, your, your house district representatives, mm-hmm. your state district, I mean, your, your, uh, your uh, Congress, um, you know, your, your actual state's uh, congressman, mm-hmm. you will vote on that. You will vote on the the, the uh, Congress as a whole, mm-hmm. and you will vote on the president. Hey, and if you ain't if you ain't uh, satisfied the electorate, then you don't get paid. Yeah, you work for the people, man. Yeah, you, you, well, that's just like businesses now, right? You you call a call center, they'd be like, "Can you after this call?" They don't know they're getting recorded, but can you do this brief survey on? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. And do the survey. It, I want to do the survey. Yeah, and it's tied to their performance. So if they act an ass, then hey, I'm gonna act an ass on this. Yeah, survey. and the call recorded, man. Yeah. So hey, I'm gonna go back and listen yeah, to so, it. So, so same I'm gonna, thing. same thing. I, I'm gonna go back and listen to your performance. I I just think that you know accountability is the is the is the name of the game. I just really think that you got to look at it for what it's worth, man. You got a lot of you know things where. Um, you know, I, I just think that right now is this time in history where there's this tremendous opportunity for progression. You, you know, and now. and that's the thing that I, I, you know, when we talk about Joe Joe Biden, I I recall, you know, having on the conversation on the cast because you 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 were skeptical with Joe, I'm still and in. still am, I and still are, and I and I get it, and I I still have a tinge of uh, reservations about Joe, but I do think Joe is authentic. I do think that he is genuine in his efforts and there's a few things so there's a joe got the stimulus passed that was his number one focus yeah but without I, any republican he well no but i mean i'm not talking so, about that but, i don't my, care about the support no, i know but my thing is that he's trying to get their support when he doesn't need it you know i, I think it, get it. i think that they pretty much gave up on that you're not gonna get it i think they gave up on that hr1 so, so yeah so so we at hr1 we know that they're not getting one vote so you got to Kill the filibuster. Yeah. So, I mean, but the, we know Manchin's not going to kill it. So, that's not the conversation to be having right now. Like, the conversation about killing the filibuster is if we can pick up seats in the midterm. Right now, the conversation's about three things, in my opinion. So, Joe... Well, Joe you, you, you can't pick up seats in the midterms because in 2021, now and, and in 2022 before the election, is they're going to be gerrymandered districts. So, but that's what HR one's about. That's yeah, what I was headed true, for too. True, but but if they don't pass it this year, then it's going to be too late. In but I mean, I think I think you. I think Congress, no. Right now, there's there's a, there's a study. I'll, I'll send it to you. Is they said that the the Republicans don't have to gain one single vote, and they've lost all these 2018, 
and they lost some in well, well, 2018. They don't have to gain one vote, but with gerrymandered district, they can pick up 10 seats yeah. or 17 seats, and that would swing the, the, house, the house to them yeah, based we, on gerrymandering if you don't pass H.R. 1 right now. No, we know we need to pass H.R. 1. That's not, that's not the issue. That the, is the issue. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying, though. You, you're, you're saying you're talking about something different. Than what I'm saying, we both understand the importance of HR one. We both know it needs to be passed. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying now is an opportunity to do that. Joe Manchin wants does not want to kill the filibuster, but he is all on board for HR one. Then he'd have to kill it. No, he doesn't. He's talking about using budget reconciliation because all I don't, you, I don't think you can do that, that. I think you can because all you would have to do is tie it to the budget. No, I don't think you can do that. Yeah, if you tie it to the budget, no. Yeah, I don't believe so. So yeah. how do you, how do you think they pass the uh, defense act? Everybody votes for the defense bill. Yeah, I know, but Both I'm saying, sides. but they, but I'm saying they they threw in extra laws in there. No, they, they throw in, like, extra pork and shit. Yeah, like I mean, it, of course. Then, but but you still have to, it's a 60-vote threshold still. Yeah, no, I it's get what you're saying. 60. It's so, a, unless so, you use budget reconciliation. So, uh, again, I don't, I don't, you go to the parliamentarian, and they will override it, but you, they've never done it in the past when Democrats had it. But, so, Joe, the, the thing is, 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 is in order to enact this law, is you're going to have to get it down to 50 votes. And the only way he can get it down to 50 votes is to kill the filibuster or if it somehow can be tied into budget reconciliation. And that's what I heard the angle was. I got to look that up. Yeah, I mean, I sent you the article. So in the article, that's what they were talking about was using budget reconciliation. And But but I'm saying, but my point is this, though. If through whatever means is necessary, because certain things require 60, certain things don't. You know, I got to, you know, we probably have to do a little bit more study and talking on what requires 50 and what doesn't Legis- leg- legislation requires 60 judges no longer require 60 because they killed the yeah. filibuster for federal judges with uh, Harry Reid and they killed the, the 60 for um, Supreme court justices with um, Mitch McConnell for Trump. So the only thing now that has the 50 vote threshold is legislation. So 60 vote 60. 60 vote. So yeah. what I'm saying is if the Dems don't kill it now, the Republicans are gonna kill it when they go in. If they get it, if they yeah. Get it, so we know. I know that's might what. Well kill it now. I mean, but Harry Reid is, you know, he he's Harry Reid, and so I think well, I'm not Harry Reid, but um, Manchin, Joe Manchin. Yeah, but but so I mean, if if you don't do it now, the Republicans are, are talking how it's tradition. Give money. Yeah, yeah, money. man. Hey, forget they, all that dumb they stuff. They will stop over you. You you already know that they're hypocrites. Yeah, but don't Joe Manchin is very closely. Tied to Republicans, he is. His state is Republican. So yeah, and he, he's all his voting record has always shown that. So I mean, I get that. I get that you got to get um, HR one passed now. So that's but that's where I was headed. I was okay. saying today's a is a is an amazing space because if Joe Biden's able to um, to get pass the HR one. Stimulus. So he already passed Pass the stimulus. stimulus. If he if HR one passed, if he gets the four trillion dollar infrastructure deal passed, and then he enacts legislation uh, to remove uh, marijuana, marijuana uh, from the uh, you know the schedule one, yeah, even though he's firing folks for from it. But I'm saying you know his the whole role is today is still illegal. I don't know what positions those people were in because there was only five people 
So it's like they probably had, well, you know, they couldn't get the security well, clearance. Well, they for said it. it was five out of hundreds that were screened. Yeah, 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 and, right. You know, they said it was five that was fi- that were fired, and and I and and we don't know if it's just weed that they. Yeah, yeah, we don't know the, what the real story is, right? So it's like, you know, I think I think that you know, but I think that Joe is committed to passing it. If he gets those three things through Congress, I'm I'm saying, and I'm interested to hear your take that that would make him the greatest president of modern history for sure, and maybe of all times. It's possible. It's quite possible. I, I wouldn't I disagree with that. The, the, those, those are legislations that are monumental, yeah, yeah. that affect the black community in tremendous ways. And then um, start what, what you've been uh, talking about forever, and what we need is the reparation start, right? Yeah. The reparation conversation, again, like I said, I think that sometimes people just like don't fully understand that reparations – is a deep and detailed conversation because it's not just about, you know, um, it's not just about an actual check. You know what I'm saying? It's about deconstructing and reconstructing systems. You know what I'm saying? Deconstructing the um, racism that has been built into the education system. And then, you know, restructuring a new education system that works for, uh, minority communities, particularly black, you you have to deconstruct and reconstruct a system of justice, and you know where there's equity and fairness built into those systems. And I think that you know, and then you have to also do the same from banking, right? Whether it's lending for business infrastructure and all of these things, you have to do those things. Um. And I think that reparations can be used towards that. Like, you don't have to put a check in my hand, but build a system so that my kids at least have a fair shape from birth. Make it equitable. You know, it's make it equitable. That's what, that's to me what reparations would be about. And I, and again, like I said, I think that a lot of people are just looking for that check to hit the account. It may not come that way, yeah, man. Come I mean, if way. they come that way, man, yeah. man, pay me in hey, buzz. Hey, 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 I hope, hey. So make it equitable for, for, for my future kids. So I appreciate that. But right now, give me my 80 acres and my Tesla. I got hey, inflation. Hey, you need inflation? Hey, you want the Tesla, huh? Tesla, <laughs> my Tesla and my Give 80. me one of the moon landing Teslas, man. <laughs> hey, for real, man, to pull through the uh, through my 80 acres, man, to uh, farm the land, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. yeah man. But and, just, just, just talking about just the, the equity, right? So in, in just, just the violence and, and, and just so – We've seen George Floyd, we've seen Breonna Taylor, Philando Castile, um, Stephon Clark, just right. the, the names go on and on. Tamir so, Rice. Tamir Rice. All, yeah. these, all these people, just, just uh, Eric Garner. Sandra Bland. So, so, I mean, so we could, we could we, sit here all day. On and on and on. But when you have these serial mass terrorists yeah. going around just shooting people and they're caught, and I guess they're, they're not armed and dangerous. They're just... No, even though they're arm, even though they're armed and dangerous, I guess they're not. If they're you just know, taken into custody lightly, no, 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 no nothing. It's so, it's the way that that they're viewed. Yeah, true. Because he had a bad day. True. Just like like Ron Johnson said, if it was BLM that was breaking into the country, right, 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 he been scared. He would have been scared. Trump or Antifa, and, yeah, and the Trump supporters, and they really love this country. He didn't feel terrified. Right, and and again, that's the danger of. Um, you know, putting all of these tropes mm-hmm. 
and putting all of these um, urban legends. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, when you're, you know, putting tropes and we're just gonna call it urban legends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but you know, man, come on, it's a very generic word. It's gonna come back to me later. But, but you know, when when you when you put stereotypes, that's the word I'm looking for. When you when you put all these stereotypes on people, what it does is it it trains the brain. Mm -hmm. And then it desensitizes people. Like if you recall when the Hunger Games came out. Mm -hmm. So in, in the book, you know, the books were big. And so they made it into a movie. And they made Rue, who was one of the, you know, uh, lovable characters in the first, um, first uh, movie. She was a black little girl. And there was outrage online because she wasn't a white girl. And, and one person wrote, I, I can't feel the same sadness for a black girl than a blonde eyed, blue, you know, blonde hair, blue eyed girl, white girl. And that's what it is, is that because of the tropes, because of the stereotypes, they, they will see us as monsters, no matter what the scenario. And then they'll see themselves as victims, you know, or, or lambs or somebody that had a bad day. And even though they may punish them and still, you know, make, make them pay at its core, they don't see them as incorrigible. They don't see them as unredeemable. Yeah. And, and, and where I was going with that is that this last couple of days, this last week, there was a shooting couple, three, three different shootings in Atlanta, Georgia, same day, same day targeting um, the Asian American population. It's been crazy. Even though the individual had a porn addiction, sex addiction, I think he was treated like twice. Mm -hmm. He said it was sexual addiction, so that's what the cops said, and he had a very bad day. Like, what the <laughs> like, they, right, they, but he was a known bigot, though. Yeah, he was. Right, and, right. And, and he posted something online, but they never say that for, like, if, if Chicago, right? Like, those never have a, a bad day. Right, but, right. So so it's definitely stereotypes, but, you know, so this individual was caught uh, a couple hours after these shootings and, you know, taken into custody, and they talked to him, and then they came out with this. But so my thing is that why can't we ever get brought in alive? And we're not even mass shooters. We're getting stopped for traffic. We're selling cigarettes on the street. We had a fake 20 um, they thought that somebody was still in the car, so I jumped a fence, and you're killing me. So why don't we ever get the benefit of the doubt? It's like I'm tired of this shit um, that, that happens to, to black people. And, and, you know, you have all this Asian hate now because Trump was in office talking about the Kung flu, China virus, all this shit for like a year. And now, I mean, it, it's... It, been escalating. It's been escalating yeah. over the, over the last year. I think in San Francisco it's been bad. But this uh, this this white guy hit this older Chinese lady and she beat his ass with like yeah. a cane or something. So yeah, but I mean, I down. think what we're learning though is that this has been going on for a long time. It's just been underreported. Underreported. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, so America is, is racist as, as shit. Uh, Very I think much that, so. I think that, that that everybody recognizes it. Um, there was a meeting with the um, Biden administration and with China. Anchorage, Alaska, over this last week as well. And, um, you know, we talked about, you know, Hong Kong and Taiwan and the, um, the, the uh, genocide that they're doing for their, uh, I forget the population. <laughs> I'm going to butcher the name, so I'm not going to say it. But their populations of, of, of ethnic cleansing that they're doing there. And then, 
you know, the cameras were in, they left, and then they, the Chinese bought the cameras back and was like, you cannot talk to us from a position of power in regard to race relations when you have BLM and you're having the same stuff happening in America. Right. And America has definitely lost a lot of its shine as far as playing the moral authority. You know, in this new social media age, uh, America's uh, shine has been stripped off because of all that it has done historically and still to these days. You know, so other countries are not going to sit by and be lectured. You know what I'm saying? But the the real issue is that, like what you said, like, you know, a lot, as you sit back and you have to kind of process a lot of the, you know, we've been in the house for a long time. You know, 2020, we, we sat by and we watched a lot of incidences that it felt, and that's why it felt like stuff was happening every day was because we were sitting still because they, they always were happening every day, mm -hmm. but we were moving and we weren't seeing them all. And 2020 brought this, you know, crystallization of these different events. But, you know, in the events, what I've learned by watching them all and, and watching other ethnic or racial groups respond to the black pain or pain of other minority groups, what I'm noticing in the responses is not just pure racism every time. I think that, um, you know, the term that's being thrown around corporately and within media today is um, unconscious bias, right? And I really do think that that actually has a lot to do with it because I think that what's happening is is the reason why people can react to us differently than they react to white people is they don't see themselves in us. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I would definitely agree with that. So um, let's talk about our elected officials, right? So mm -hmm. I have a clip from Trip racist Roy, and they were having a, um, I think it was a discussion in regards to the Atlanta shooting in Congress. Check this out. Um, the victims of race-based violence uh, and their families deserve justice. And this is the case, what we're talking about here with the tragedy, what we just saw occur in Atlanta, Georgia. I would also suggest that the victims of cartels moving illegal aliens deserve justice. The American citizens in South Texas that are getting absolutely decimated by what's happening on our southern border deserve justice. The victims of Rioting and looting in the streets last week, businesses closed, burned last, I'm sorry, last summer, deserve justice. Um, we, did, we believe in justice, right? There's old sayings in Texas about, you know, find the, all the rope in Texas and get a tall oak tree. Uh, you know, we take... Wow. <laughs> so, um, I mean, and so it, back in... in, in in, in in the those that that era, I can't even like say these like which so year is stopped. Yeah, 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 like yeah. you know, like um, that is a, a racist trope for me talking about black lynchings and hanging us. Well, he's he's talking about hanging and he's really talking about hanging folks, hanging. but that has this undeniable link to black suffering. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So there's definitely been this long history of lynching in America. You know, of course, and you know growing up in, in um, or as the development of the country kind of took place in the 1800s and all that, they, you know, they hung a lot of people. They hung, you know, white people, black people. But, you know, as, as you know, cities start to build and, and things start to become what they would call civilized or the modern civil eras. And so when you're talking late, late um, 1800s, but mostly earlier you know, in 1900s is when you really had this, you know, wave of, uh, 
black terror, you know, or terrorism against black, black communities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just leaving. And lynching was lynching, that, lynching, was that tool. And just leaving them, yeah. you know, setting an example, so to speak, and having people. Yeah, send them out as postcards, yeah. the whole nine. Yeah. yeah so, um, definitely, I mean, and, and there's a bunch of different congressmen. This is Chip Roy, but you have, um, the Senator from, uh, Ron Johnson from Wisconsin. You have, uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, um, um, uh, Hawthorne. I mean, there's just more and more racist individuals within the Republican Party. And it's like you've always known that racism exists in America. It's never gone away. Um, It's going to take a a long time to get rid of it and ferret it all out. But this is the first time that I've been alive is that an uh, an actual political party has, has been actively trying to, you know, engage with white nationalists. They refuse to call it out and say what it is. With Muslim terrorism, you know, we got to call it out and say what it is. So it's Muslim terrorism. But with white terrorism and, and being the number one cause of terrorism within the last 15, 20 years in America, they still refuse to admit what it is. And, and, and you know, and we have to be able to prosecute these individuals the same way that we do if it was an international terrorist. Yeah, for sure. I th- but I think, you know, um, there's this deep, deep, systemic thing that has to happen when it comes to how other cultures see us, right? But there's a much deeper and necessary thing that is that has to happen with how we see us. You know, Kyrie Irving was talking about the other day, you know, they, they had asked him about whether or not he, you know, about how people perceive him, the perception. And he went on to start talking about the fact that um, this is a deep-rooted issue within America of how people are worried about how other people see them, right? And it's like, you can't validate me. So you sit back and judge me. I'm imperfect. You're imperfect. We all have the same human experience, but when it's my turn, then you sit in judgment. And that's where this country is gone. gone. And I think that it is incumbent on us to speak about it and try to find ways to help our people understand that everything starts with self imaging. We got to learn how to love ourselves first. Like we could never be, we could never be respected by anybody else if we don't love ourselves. Like, because what we'll do is destroy ourselves. We don't even know we're destroying ourselves. And then other people are seeing us destroy ourselves. And then that allows them to devalue us. But of course, we're destroying ourselves as a, as a part of these systems that they put in place for us to do that very thing. But my thing is, is that while we fight those systems somehow, some way, man, we got to get to this personal accountability to where we not learn how to love ourselves, I think, and stop worrying about how they see us, man, and see ourselves as Kings. Yeah. Um, and just social media, I think, um, some of the things that, that we see on social media and the people that we, we follow, I think one of the big, things this week was Sweetie and Quavo breaking up and relationship goals they were. And, and uh, you know, you need to really start living man. in like reality. And, uh, you know. Yeah, and, people caught up, man, looking at somebody who, you know, you got two famous people and you sitting there trying to pick apart a relationship that you've never really even seen. You know like, they, 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 they're only showing so little of what's happening within their mm-hmm. actual relationship on social media. They giving you enough to keep coming back and buying more each day with your clicks. 
which, you know, then uh, increases their recognition and fame and branding, you know, value. It's like, man, yeah, you know, you got to, man, like you said, man, I think, you know, yeah, you got to yeah. get past that, and, man. And Sweetie then, and Quavo? Yeah. Man, come on. Well, yeah, you know, those relationship goals. But even beyond that, I mean, you see the and hip-hop artists with these cars and, 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 and with these chains. And, and <clears throat> so that's, whenever I, I think of wealth, right, like if you, you have money, like you don't have to show money. Um, yeah. real wealth, right? Like, yeah, real wealth. Real yeah. wealth. You ain't got to like, show it. You don't got to show it. Like, if you look at, at wealthy, I'm just going to say white guys like Bill Gates. Right. If you look at uh, Buffett. Warren Buffett, you look mm-hmm. at Jeff Bezos, even uh, Elon Musk. Like, they don't walk around with heavy gold chains. I know? mean, they do. They be dressed in little khakis or a little... Asics, pro wings. I mean, yeah, they, man. They don't, they don't care. Like, you know, like Steve Jobs came out and he used to always wear like a just a turtleneck and, and jeans. And, be, you know, Buffett still pull up to, to Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen, yeah, with dollar seventy five or something, exactly, whatever exact, exact change, change for, yeah, for, for what he's getting. He still lives in the same house that he lived in in, in Nebraska, 60s, 70s, yeah. So I mean, so for 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 me, just just the youth, just looking at, at social media. Social media is not reality. It's not when you, especially when when people when these rappers talk about they don't own their masters and they're trying to get get this and that. Right, right, right. It, it's just a perception that they're trying to you know, to entertain you with. So right, man. That's and, not then, and look at like, you know, I was telling you about it a little earlier today, man. So this week, man, you know, everybody has seen probably the social media uh accounts of Miami Beach right now. Like oh. they down there in spring break ain't acting no a fool. Ain't no COVID. Ain't no COVID existing out there. No mass. But you know, there was a a a, a video going around of a of a cat who was running, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He did a little dine and dash. <laughs> And then the the wait staff Ooh. ran him down, Boy, caught him. That, you know, he tried to run away again. Yeah, they tackled him again, again and carried him in by his neck <laughs> back to the restaurant, right? And all I, I could think of, I mean, I don't know the full story, but what but what it feels like that bill, is that this guy had a huge bill, you know, Obviously. that it feels like he was trying to, you know, participate in a moment that he financially couldn't Good. afford. Yeah. And then, so he was going to run out because he was trying to ride the wave or look like he was something that he mm-hmm. wasn't. And it's like, man, nobody's willing to go through the process anymore to say, hey, that's a goal for me. They out there living like that. Next year, I'll be there because next year, what, what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to save my money right. I'm going to do this. I'm going to invest this way. I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to work an extra job. Yeah. People, nobody's really about to grind no more so that they can authentically be in the moment versus trying to get a quick fix because of social media, you know what I'm saying, in the way that everybody's looking at it today, man. So Sad. did All-Star Weekend not teach us anything? Nah, it <laughs> did, It did, man. It taught us that we need to get back out there. <laughs> Last week we had GoFundMe accounts talking about I can't get home. I can't get home, <laughs> yeah. We, we, well, they shut down, like, Miami Beach. They set the curfew at 8. They started. That didn't work. They they uh, they started closing the ro- the the roadways down, so you couldn't even come in the city. Yeah, that didn't work either. But yeah, so it's it's just crazy. They out there, no mask. COVID's real, people. It's real. It's real out here. Yeah, and, man. Uh, you you you're know. just gonna take it back to your people. Like you, you're asymptomatic. I get it. You're young. You're living your life. You're having fun. Just take it back to your communities and people dying from this. Stuff. Yeah, man. I forget. I forget the brother's name, but. You know the 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 founder of uh of um, oh, Texas, Texas Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Yeah. He just recently committed suicide 65. because he I guess he must have had a super se- severe case of t- uh, tendonitis, which is like the ringing in the ears as a result of COVID. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know 
unbearable. Co- yeah, COVID is real and it's doing different things to different people. And we do not. Um, and yeah, we, we don't know all the all the side effects. Yeah, right. right. You, you, you don't like people shortness of breath still, mm-hmm. uh, all kinds of stuff. Medical ailments. Talking about other like organs in your body being affected from it. So it depends on your 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 body chemistry on how it's going to affect you. So we yeah, really and don't pre-existing know. conditions. Yeah. The, either you know both known and unknown. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. So, so I mean, just be yeah. Be it's it's like just we, like man, just be respectful. Up. Like I I understand because like look. I've been in this house for a year. Hey, it's time for me to get out. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to do it with care, <laughs> respect, and wisdom. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be out there acting a fool like that. Man, I saw a video. It had to be like 10,000 people on one block. Like yeah. po- Bodies piled up on each other. Like, come on, man. Like that is No just, mass. There's, that, there's that no mass and no clothing either. And I'm I mean, sure that there wasn't a hundred percent vaccinations oh, in that no, in no, that no. in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> if two percent were vaccinated, they all yeah, right, 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 right. So you know, it, it, it it's crazy, man. But look, you know, my thing is, is you know, as always, man. I I just hope that we can find lessons in the everyday life that is occurring in front of us. Things are moving fast, fast, but there are there are unlimited opportunities in front of us right now because of this moment. And if we can take advantage of those, like mm-hmm. I said, you know, there's people out there that's playing their part and putting pressure on people's neck, you know, politically there's people out there that's playing their part is pushing, putting their neck on people's, you know, neck as far as uh, criminal justice and as far as education and all these other different areas of the community that's been affected. But, you know, my question to you all the time is, well, what are you going to do? Like, it's all good to always talk about what somebody else is doing or what somebody else is not doing. But until you're in the game and you got some flesh, you know, on the line, you know what I'm saying? It, it, you know, in my opinion, it's, it's best to keep quiet. So, you know, my encouragement to you all is, is to find something that matter to you and then put some energy and effort towards it, man. Like I said, you know, first uh, taking care of yourself uh, as a person, and then find a way to help somebody else. Yeah, hey man, hey. So each one teach one. Man, big on uh, you know, helping out the next man. Uh, it's a lot. It's it's still cold out here. People still not eating. Still got these food lines. Yeah, uh, we got a little bit of the stimulus, but that ain't gonna do you know too much to help everyone. Temporary, for temporary, for temporary fix. But people are thousands and thousands of dollars in the hole. So, uh, do your part, man. And like you said. Find something that you like and, and be committed. Like, if you like something that you do, you don't work a day in your life. Uh, but, you know, we, we need to be out here helping people. And, again, 2022, 2021 is here. And what we do now is going to affect tomorrow for you, for your kids. So let's get out here and make a positive impact on the world. There's a lot of negativity, and we can, you know, go on our holes and, and, and corners and, you know, and, 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 try and try and make it. But let's get out here and really push the line and positivity and really try and change this world. My mama. Yeah. Man, look, this is Big Bar from the Deuce. Your boy DT. Man, till next time, this is Culture Ground Zero Ground Podcast. Zero. We yeah. out. Peace. One.